0: Welcome to Pathfinder Academy. Class is now in session. There are your professors, Caleb and Christian.
1: Thank you all for staying. You may be seated. In today's extra credit, we'll be going over the archetypes and two example builds for the Shifter. Caleb, and I just spoke about the Shifter. It is the shape-shifting martial class. weren't super impressed with it. There are some interesting
0: archetypes here. I'm sorry, I just, like, when you said (laughs) this is the shape-shifting archetype, like, all I could think of was, like, just a little asterisk that said, like, you know, limits may apply. (laughs)
1: <laughs> not shifting, available Shifting may be limited.
0: <laughs> yeah, shifting may be limited, not applicable in all states. Restrictions apply.
1: Um, there's some interesting archetypes here. Um, they kind of take the shifter and change its theme nearly entirely with some of these options. Um, it was an interesting direction to take the archetypes, and there's a lot of them. So there's actually seven, uh, including one of the uh, Gorin has a race-specific archetype for the shifter. There are seven archetypes in this book alone for the shifter. Pretty big number, I think, compared to what we've done before, or at least what we on the advanced class guy. well let's start it off now i know caleb the first archetype is the one that you're going to use your example build for so why don't you go over it
0: sure this is the elementalist shifter essentially instead of shifting into animals you're going to be shifting into elementals that's cool sounds neat let's look at it level one you're going to get elemental languages instead of druidic ones i like that uh which is sort of like i guess if you put a lot of points in it this will matter because you can already learn any language you want with linguistics but here you go i don't know really lame in my humble opinion it pretty much acts the same except all the class abilities are restructured to say elemental instead of claws your melee attack deals bonus elemental damage and the aspects you get to pick from are all new listed here and i'll i'm going to surprise you it's the four elements oh what four it's four whole elements fire water earth and air and what heart's not listed how am i supposed to be a captain planet <laughs> <laughs> so instead of your Chimera aspect, you're training them in for something called Omni-Elementalist. This is, I think, probably the coolest thing about this archetype. When you pick two different minor aspects, say the minor aspect of Fire and Air, it's going to turn into something else awesome. It's going to give you a new ability. So like before with the railer shifter, it's like I got my plus two to Dex from being, you know, the tiger, and plus two to Khan for being the bear. That's that. Here you get the two benefits from the individuals and then you also get the cool effect. Uh, Christian here, let's play a little game. Pick two elements. Fire and air. You get ash storm. You surround yourself with a storm of swirling ash granting you a 20% miss chance against ranged attacks. Pick another two. Earth and water. Mudslide. You generate an aura of mud and extends out to Amazing. all squares. That's adjacent. what I always wanted to do. <laughs> adjacent to you and counts as difficult terrain it moves with you and vanishes when you end your elemental aspect that may sound kind of lame but i love the idea okay so i'm earth and water what's what does that make it makes mud it just makes sense air and water i'm gonna make a downpour these sort of things it's a great little twist i love it a lot so caleb i have a question if there's only four aspects
1: for one for the each elements what happens at level 20 to the elemental shifter
0: don't ask questions. Because I think I'm seeing in the book there's nothing here. There is nothing here. Wow, okay. I kind of forgot to mention that. Whoopsie. Sorry, your capstone. You, you you don't get... I'm sorry. You don't get one. You just don't... Yeah, because you know it replaces... You're, you're losing your Chimera, which is what you'd get at level 20. And there's no fifth one, so you essentially lose your capstone, I guess. That's cool. That's fine. I didn't want it anyway. <laughs> so I thought this was actually kind of neat because
1: the whole elemental damage was cool. And then I just learned last episode that you can actually just take a feat as a normal shifter to just add elemental damage to your claws. So I'm super not excited about this at all. They literally just went through and said, instead of nature, it's elements. Control-F, find and replace nature with element. Boom. Archetype. The omni-elementalist is cool, but not super powerful. Actually kind of weak. What are the bonuses, the minor form bonuses of the elemental stuff? Like, is it still enhancement bonuses to, like, ability scores?
0: Yes, and in fact, two of them are decks.
1: Oh, so even if you did get a capstone, you would literally not be able to use it because two of them stack on top of each other.
0: And, um, hmm, interesting.
1: Okay. What's next, Christian? <laughs> well, okay, well, after the Elementalist Shifter, we now have Fiendish Shifter, which they control F nature and replaced it with Fiend. The Fiendish Shifter is actually a really cool idea. Instead of... Manifesting nature You instead manifest devilish and demon aspects You don't defend nature You actually have the power of demons in your blood So instead of shifting into animal claws You're getting demon claws And you're getting demon powers And you're becoming more powerful over time This more demonic entity I really like the picture for this We always talk about the art I love the picture It's just a normal woman That looks like you would find at the farmer's market But her arm is shifting into this horrible metal sphere with spikes out of it that she's just going to beat someone up with
0: <laughs> this is what you say find at the farmer's market like shopping or being bought <laughs> i'll take uh, that one with the weird arm how much is that, that just <laughs> this is a weird farmer's market but you know what? i'm liking it buying women I, I didn't think we could do this anymore so level one You gotta be, uh,
1: evil alignment. Instead of being any neutral alignment, you gotta be any evil alignment to be a fiendish shifter. Fine, whatever. Um, your claws act the same, except thematically they're demon claws, and they count as evil per overcoming damage reduction. Instead of getting wild shape, any of your aspects, you're instead going to get a fiendish aspect. So instead of having that big list of animals you pick from, you don't have a list. You are always going to have just one aspect, and it is the fiendish aspect. The fiendish aspect does something that we've been asking for, and it gives you a gore attack. It gives you dark vision, and it gives you DR good, uh, meaning that you need good-aligned weapons to overcome that DR. Eventually, over time, it gives you more fiendish resistances, such as electricity and poison, and eventually it even gives you flight when you shift. It's actually a pretty good aspect you get like bat wings yeah it's actually pretty strong it gives you it's a lot more front-loaded than the other ones but you have to keep in mind that's because you're never going to be fusing two together um so so far not bad i i actually really like this a lot so far dr is obviously i think stronger than say getting a plus two on attacks of opportunity at level two instead of getting defensive instinct which is their wisdom bonus to ac uh they're gonna get fiendish resilience which is a natural armor bonus and resistances to electricity and fire. Hey, cool. This doesn't scale off of wisdom, which really takes away any reason for you to put points into wisdom as a shifter. So you can now just be a full martial class. This ability still comes with the incredibly baffling restriction that you can't wear metal armor.
0: Hey, Christian, don't question yeah. it. I feel I mean, like you're but questioning things. Stop questioning. Do do demons... Uh, Christian? That sounds like that's about to be a question. L- um. Do usually means there's going to be a question.
1: <laughs> demons mm-hmm hate metal Correct. yes
0: nailed it even though here it shows her arm turning into metal which by the way is there anything here that allows your arm to turn into a cool metal ball i mean technically no it's just claws but i like representing it like that
1: okay don't question it. Hey, hey, you're not allowed to ask. Oh, questions no, either. no, I
0: question things. No.
1: <laughs> so this that that's an upgrade. So far, I've seen an upgrade to the aspect, which is cool. I see an upgrade to defensive instinct, which is also very cool. So next, at level nine, instead of getting your chimeric aspect, you're going to get an analog to it called chimeric fiend. And this is just a small list of boons you can add to yourself when you f- manifest your minor form of your demon stuff. None of them are good. One is, so when you when you manifest your fiendish form, in addition to all the normal stuff you get, you get acid resistance 10 and a plus 4 profane bonus on saves against disease. Another one doubles your electricity resistance. The other one doubles your fire resistance. <laughs> eh, it's all right. Not as good as stacking enhancement bonuses from the original shifter, but it's comparable, I guess. Next, and at level 14, uh, they lose greater chimera aspect and get greater chimeric fiend. Which is the exact same thing as before. When you shift into your minor form, you pick from the small list. And hey, it's the enhancement bonuses. Um, these ones are actually a little bit better. You can get a plus four enhancement bonus to any of your ability scores. And then a small upgrade of another kind. Like increasing the damage die of all your natural attacks by one step. Or immunity to disease. Or the sea in darkness rule.
0: Nope, it doesn't scale. It's plus four at level 14. It's plus four at level 20.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's all the fiendish shifter gets. Overall, I don't think it's bad. I think it's really interesting, but it raises the question: Did they just leave in wild empathy mm-hmm. and woodland stride mm-hmm. and trackless step mm-hmm. and track? Mm-hmm. They're they're all still there. The nature theme is still there. Why why is all that still there? I don't. Know. I, I don't. They couldn't replace that with anything. Like animals fear me. Like I have an aura of mm-hmm. animals. Run away or like pla- plant <laughs> instead wi- of like,
0: oh, this is one of us, this one is like, Oh, no, that is not one of us. That is a run away from that thing.
1: Like, I literally have been going have to sit here and like reflavor all the abilities of plants wither when I walk by because I'm so demony and that's why I have woodland stride. Right. And I just really like to beat people up, so I like to track them. So that's why I have a bonus to track.
0: I i really don't like this because most of the stuff is just defense bonuses. That's it. Big mm, okay. I thought it'd be cooler if I'm, like, turning into a demon. This time I get all this cool—I get the demon claws. I got the demon horns. That's it. There's no other sort of—I don't know. would have been cooler if it's, like, lycanthropy, but for You got, you got big, big leathery
1: wings, and you're immune to fire, and you're—like, re- don't scoff at DR slash good. Hey, Christian, DR1, get out of my face. dr It's DR2 at level 5. Oh, no! That's a lot. That's more than the That's more than the Barbarian. The Barbarian doesn't get any
0: DR until level 7. Hey, Christian? Yeah. I don't care. This doesn't seem very demon-y to me. I wanted to be now, I, I wanted to be like lycanthropy with demons. I don't like it. It's uninteresting to me. I don't like it. What do you like, Caleb? Well, let's see if I like Leaf Shifter. You have to be a uh, gorn to use it. Gorn. we've talked about the gorn, and uh, he came out in, oh, I'll be sure 5, I think can't remember. One of our bestiary races, and it is improved upon here. We'll talk about it more. Don't worry. We're going to add that to that series. We thought the series was over, ladies and gentlemen, but it's back. We got three more episodes coming at you. So what do you get? Let's see. You get two slams instead of claws. They're going to deal piercing and bludgeoning. And instead of getting minor aspects, you pick plant focuses from the plant master hunter is that so the plant master is a new archetype for the hunter so let's just look at these these plant focuses so we got things like a bonus to Comet mover checks to grapple oh and and by the way all these things are about that much are going to (laughs) scale you do one extra point of damage Eh, don't worry that's going to go up to two at level eight bonus on climb checks bonus on stealth checks
1: well, those already existed in the animals. Save
0: against poison. Bonus to your CMD. Get dark vision. Bonus on fly checks. So this is, looks like it's more skill-oriented. Bonus on swim checks. A little more skill-oriented. None of those are that good. All right. What, what else does Leaf Shifter get? That's it. Oh. Okay. I'm cool. Actually, I'm, I'm a big fan of archetypes that replace just a couple things.
1: True, true. I just wish that the these a lot of those plant master abilities are like not different than... The animal aspects, there was an animal aspect that gave you a bonus on fly checks. There was an animal aspect that gave you a bonus on sure. stealth checks, I believe. Could be wrong, but I just wish they were more planty. None of them felt super planty.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't read the names of them. Like, the assassin vine was the one that helped you the grapples, and that's the one that kind of wraps around you. The mushroom was the one for poisons. Hmm. Okay. But I agree. I, I didn't mean to, to say that. I didn't agree. No, I know you always agree with me
1: 100% of the time. You, you don't got to <laughs> specify.
0: Christian, I disagree with that statement. Well. All right, Christian, this one, uh, I remember a lot of people being very excited for beforehand, the ooze morph. Ooh, you get to become an ooze. That's literally what this, this is one of the
1: strangest archetypes I've ever seen. Before I even get into the mechanics, (laughs) it is literally, you are not whatever race you say you are. You are an ooze. It is, this is actually a crazy archetype. I'm surprised they included it. it. It feels like it It has to be broken. In some capacity, there's something you could do with this ooze morph, and it's absolutely busted. Um, so at level one, it changes a lot of your weapon proficiencies. We don't really care about that. Um, you get all simple, we- all simple weapons and light armor. You're also going to get the compression monster ability, which means that you can move through areas as small as one quarter your space, Without squeezing, or one eighth of your space when you are squeezing. So you can get into those, you can get into those crevices. Nothing's stopping you. You could probably get into the chest through the crevice on it. You don't even have to open it up. You can go through the keyhole.
0: I like that though. I like the idea of going through the keyhole.
1: You're going to lose wild shape. You're going to lose shifter aspect. You're going to lose chimeric form and you're going to lose greater chimeric form. So boom, right there. You just lost like everything (laughs) that the shifter does. Instead, you're going to get fluidic body, which literally states you are an ooze. Instead of whatever race that you built your, your character as, you are actually an ooze. And when you use your shifting abilities, instead of shifting into an animal, you're shifting into your humanoid form.
0: Ooh, that's an interesting way to take that.
1: Yeah, your base form is as of an ooze. What you change into is your humanoid form for temporary periods of time, hmm. which I think this has, like, so many RP and story potential. I think this is really cool.
0: Yes. Wait. <gasps> All right. I just want to say, before we move forward, Caleb is, because I know Christian loves this. Caleb right now is hoping that I get to finally be a slime girl from animes. No, from especially no, mon- like it, monster. This monster is the worst you know, archetype.
1: This is the worst archetype ever. I'm no ready. One can to
0: monster. I want to be a monster girl. Keep going. Caleb Christian.
1: Double can't play it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Keep going.
1: I'm ready. Uh so I'm adorable. I, I, I can squeeze through things. I'm ready. I don't want to go through all. There's a lot of rules for how the ooze works, but I'm just going to take some snippets of the mechanics. Mm-hmm. Um so you're you're actually an ooze. You get like slam attacks. an ooze that you can use. I didn't mean to rap. (laughs) However, the ooze morph has no magic item slots, and she cannot benefit from armor, cast spells, hold objects, speak, or use any magic item that requires activation, is held, or is worn on the body.
0: All right, before you move on, before we can even determine this, how long can I transform into my human shape?
1: A number of times per day equal to half her level, minimum one. An ooze Morph can assume a humanoid form as a move action. This acts as alter self. And you can maintain that form for a number of hours equal to your level. So at level one, for an hour, once once a day for an hour, you can turn into a human.
0: Otherwise, it's just your slime buddies going around, not making any sort of diplomacy checks, to tell you that much.
1: Uh, then there's some rules for, like, if you are not a th- ooze after a certain amount of time, you got to start making fort saves, or you revert back into your ooze form. Huh. This still Very does, good. later it does scale. Uh, ooze morph treats the ability as B-shape 1 and B-shape 2. Um, eventually giant shape one. So really interesting. This is really, really interesting. This is, I feel like this is broken in some capacity. I feel like you can multiclass this into monk and like flurry of blows as an ooze. And you have all the benefit. you have all the actual benefits of being an ooze. Your creature type is ooze. You're immune to critical hits. You're immune to precision damage. You can't be
0: flanked. Hmm. Well, here, here's my problem so far with this. First of all, flavor is, goodness, it's, it's, it's in the atmosphere. There's so much, I love it. I love the idea of I am actually an ooze and I kind of figure out how to be a person so I can be friends. But then I'm going back to a news. TLDR, I'm a ooze.
1: Or I, I, I personally like the idea of a magical experiment gone wrong of some kind.
0: Definitely different ways you can take this. Problem is sort of when I'm not for, for a very limited amount of time per day, can I do anything that remotely regards role-playing? I can't talk to people unless I take a feat. I can't make... So without talking to people... All these skill checks go out the window. How do I really affect the game or the world around me without being like, I slither over here, I help you get into this room. But I guess with that feat, once I can start talking, it gets better. Yeah, I guess I just need wild speech. What's the prerequisite to that feat? I'd, I don't know if wild speech
1: would work with this, because you're technically not in a wild shape form.
0: Oh, crap. You're right. When using wild shape. Holy crap, you're right. All right. Yeah, if I can't talk, there's a lot of problems. How am I role-playing? I got to be really good at describing what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> He's a mime of the ooze world.
0: <laughs> I start spelling out words by just turning myself into letters. A- He's able to perfectly okay.
1: gesticate. Is it just-
0: M-O-N. Oh, we're dead. He was trying to say a monster is coming. Oh, it's too late. <laughs> really flavorful, but if I can't talk, what am I doing? I'm sorry. You've got more to say. Keep going. So let's get to the other class of abilities. I can't talk, Christian. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> You're supposed to... <laughs> oh don't worry i'll I'll just carry stuff for the party i don't have hands i can't hold stuff anymore christian i can't christian throw it in
1: you they'll throw it it. in you it'll float i
0: can't be a monster girl if I can't talk, how am I supposed to be like, oh, hello, cute senpai? I can't do it. It's not possible. This is possible. the best class ability. Oh, here, I like me. the oh, rules you're written. you're supposed to me pet your head. I can't pet your head. I can't carry anything. I can't touch anything. What is happening? What is happening with this class? I'm sorry. Keep going.
1: Thank you, Paisa, for designing this in such a way that Caleb can't be a news girl. Keep going. At level one, instead of getting your normal shifter claws, you get morphic weaponry.
0: Can't you just like, can I be like a cube? Where you just like, just throw something. Oh, we need to carry. Oh, just put the, the magic rod and I just absorb it up and I'm carrying it that way. Come on. That's cool. That's funny. That's cute. No, I want to carry. I can't carry things. Why? What am I doing in this game? If I can't carry, I can't talk. Christian, what am I doing? Tell me, what am I doing, Christian? Don't know, Caleb. I don't know anything anymore. <laughs> just wait till I get hold of Paiso. Wait till pies are comes.
1: So, Morphic Weaponry. Instead of getting claws, you basically, like, form weapons out of your oozeness. So, like, you make a big ol' hammer out of your ooze body, or, like, a fist, or, like, a poker. You can manifest, like, two to three natural weapons later. They do 1d6 points of bludgeoning or slashing damage- Chosen by you when you form them
0: is the picture of the of the ooze morph making like a ooze weapon.
1: I didn't even is there a picture. I didn't even
0: notice. Well, you saw you thought it was the fiend, but maybe it's the ooze person.
1: I choose to believe it's the fiend.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep going.
1: And that's just what you get instead of the claws. Um, technically a little bit better because you can have up to three morphic weapons, so you get one extra natural attack as this ooze. And instead of getting that super useful ability, wild empathy, you get the much more useful. You know, so many applications. You get ooze empathy.
0: Even more useful.
1: Instead of getting Defensive Instinct at level 2, you're going to get DR4 uh, against everything but slashing damage. As long as you're not wearing armor, or wearing light non-metal armor. And then that DR increases. Really good DR, except it gets overcome by a very common version of damage. And then instead of Woodland Stride, you instead get a climb speed of 10 feet while you're in ooze form. And... That's everything. You still get track for some reason, and you still get trackless step. Have fun explaining that one. But like I said, I feel like th- like this has to be broken. Christian. There's, there's going to be some weird, like, eight multi-class build where someone takes one level in this ooze and does dumb things to the ooze, and they're also a monk, and they have natural attacks, and it's going to be absolutely broken, mark my words. Christian. Yeah. What's up, Caleb? How are you?
0: Have you ever had Jell-O? Yellow? Jell-O. Jell-O. Yeah, have, you have I Jell-O? ever had a Jello? Yes, it's a simple question that you're you're really taking a long time to answer. I, have I ever had Jello? Jell? Yeah, no, no, I've had Jello. Okay, we've got a lot of archetypes to to go. I'm glad you wasted some time though with this joke. <laughs> Jello tastes good, and just like Jello, this thing has got some great flavor. I'm mm. loving. It. Is that cherry? Nope, nope, because I don't like cherry. Oh, it's strawberry. I'm liking it. Great flavor. The fact that I am actually an ooze who pretends to be a person. I love it. Or however way you want to flavor that. The point is, my base form is ooze, Phenomenal. I just don't get how I'm supposed to role play if I can't talk or carry anything. I feel like it'd be very difficult. It's I've played before class uh, NPCs who were deaf. Or I should say mute. I'm sorry. They were mute. And they had to communicate through sign language. And for like the first couple times, I'd say their interpreter says, or he says in sign language, blah, blah, blah. And eventually you just drop that because it just becomes too much words to just throw in the middle. Like they're just, they're wasted words. You eventually just say, I say, and we all understand that he's signing. Hmm. Is what do you do here? And do I say, as an ooze, I communicate, I want to go to this door by sort of slinking over to this door and kind of making a little point, kind of like the dog points with his nose. I sort of point, make myself a point into this door. And then eventually that just turns into, I communicate to them, I want to go through the door. Like, you're, then you're just dropping every bit of flavor, but it's going to be real annoying to describe that every time for every simple task. Oh, I just feel like... And I don't know what the solution here is. Just being able to talk? Is that it? Is it just because I can't talk? Yeah, that's
1: what I would say. Just like you, instead of doing a full manifestation into a humanoid, you just do a partial with just a mouth. And there's just a mouth that sometimes (laughs) appears in the blob and says, Hey, guys, go through the door. And then it goes back to the (laughs) mouth. And I've just driven everyone insane. Thanks, Christian. I can't pick up anything. You can't. So I don't know there's an important distinction. It says you can't hold objects, it doesn't say you can't carry objects. Which I think there is a distinction. Holding is actually wielding it in your hands. Carrying it is just it placed somewhere on your person,
0: person. All right, well, if that's true, then I'm kind of cool. Then I'm the gelatinous cube where you throw something and it's like, where is that magic rod rod of wonder? Oh, here he goes. Caleb has it. And you stick your hand <laughs> into my mask and pull out the orb and kind of shake off the goo. All right, I'm cool with that. I can't hold anything. I can't use any magic items. I can't wear any magic items. You know what I want to spend my money on. Because I'm not spending it on weapons. What do I... I mean... Well, hey, at least I have my minor aspects where I'll just get those enhanced bonuses. Oh, wait. I don't have those anymore. How... I guess I better have automatic bonus progression.
1: It it feels like an NPC class to me. What I'm saying is, Christian, I...
0: I want to make one now because I think how cool it is to actually be an ooze. That's what I am. Any chance for me to be a monster is really cool. I'm just having, I'm just a little bit worried that instead of being cool with the differences in role playing, it's going to be sort of encumbering. That's my only problem. Otherwise, I think it may actually be maybe so far one of the the stronger mechanical ones. Potentially, yes. How are my natural attacks getting like improved in any way?
1: Not really. They do 1d6 and. I don't think they scale in damage. Oh,
0: well, that's a problem. That's a problem. Then
1: never mind. If you happen to use B shape into a form that has more natural attacks, you do get more of them. But there, as written, there's no actual scaling and morphic weapon. So like that. So
0: how am I doing any more damage? How am I increasing my 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 damage output? Um, not weapons, not magic items. Oh, maybe it isn't as strong as I thought. Pretty, pretty interesting though. I'll give it the fact that very, very interesting, very unique. All right, Christian, so get a load of this. I've got I've got a present for you, okay? It's that time of season. I'm ready. It is, right. I don't multi-class a lot, not because I'm against it. I just usually I'm like, but I want the next two-handed fighter thing. Why would I give up a level of that? But there is this very interesting one level dip you can do with the ooze morph. Get a load of this. At level one, you get a slime body, which is a supernatural ability. Compression, a la I fit through keyholes now ability to create natural weapons from anywhere in your body speak with oozes if you teach somebody druidic as we learned when we read through the shifter you lose all your supernatural abilities given that of the four abilities i listed only one of those is supernatural all i have to do is teach somebody druid and i can still fit through a keyhole create natural weapons from anywhere in my body and speak with oozes and not have to be an ooze so I was right. Your gift is that I was right and that it is a broken one level dip. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> you are right. Now, Paizo was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we'll we'll look at it. We'll think about it. So who knows how long it'll last. But right now, yes, I can be an ooze boy without having to be an ooze boy. That's so weird. <laughs> I'm just going to uh, get through this keyhole real quick. Who needs lock picking when I have I'm on the other side of the door? <laughs> the ooze is like,
1: hey, come here, hey. Hey, get a little closer. Says something in Druidic, suddenly turns into a man, ha 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 runs away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, yeah, he didn't even teach me the whole language, he just told me one swear word. <laughs> he said, drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> Whoa, what a reference, Christian. Great, that's really good, I like that one. But we spent so much time on this, we gotta move on. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. My friend Christian and I were just playing some role-playing games. Hey, Caleb, do you think these guys would be interested in joining us? You know, I bet they would. I mean, if they listen to Pathfinder Academy, they gotta be cool, right? If role-playing games are your thing, why don't you guys check out our other podcast, Trailblazers?
1: Trailblazers is an actual play podcast where you can see many of the concepts addressed in this show come to life. Season two of Trailblazers has been great so far, and I especially like that you can get into
0: it without any prior knowledge of season one. It's definitely a fun adventure, especially if you like mysteries and a dash of cyberpunk with your fantasy. If high fantasy is more your style, then consider giving season one a listen.
1: You can find Trailblazers on iTunes. We've got a bunch of other ways to listen as well, so go to our site,
0: tblazer.net, for a complete list of the ways that you can listen. So go ahead, grab some dice, and join us. All right, Christian, you come across an obviously important character to the plot. What do you do? I immediately shoot him in the face. Ugh, Christian. The Rage Shaper. This represents the destructive force of nature fueled by rage. Level one, you got to be any alignment that is non-lawful. Uh, if you become lawful, you lose nothing. You lose nothing, sir. Uh, but you can't get more levels, which is weird. Usually, like, you, if you're not a druid anymore, you lose everything.
1: Yeah, I guess you just broke enough stuff that, like, you've appeased nature that you now have these abilities. <laughs> but it won't give you anything more unless you break more things. I don't know exactly. <laughs>
0: You're you're getting this descended from the angry stone gods that like to throw things at people. I don't get wild shape anymore. I don't get shifter's aspect. Instead, I get devastating form. I become raged and enlarged as full round action. My clothes and armor break too. What does that mean? Like
1: you are actually, you're becoming enlarged? It says oh, I'm like, hulking out. Yeah, you're hulking out. It, it specifically states, armor or clothing the Rage Shaper wears that doesn't accommodate his changing size immediately gains the broken condition.
0: Oh, get them purple shorts, son. Let's become a hulk. I'm ready. Hey, look, it's an orc, and he's got green skin in the picture. I make a will save to leave the rage, or I become confused. Later on, I'm going to grow to two, and then, like, three size categories larger. Wait, wait, wait. So I'm a medium, medium, large, huge—what's Uh, what's the after Huge. Gigantic?
1: Yeah, the important one is that they have to make a will save to leave Rage, or else they start hitting each other, because that's really stupid. How long do I get before I have to make the will save? Just whenever you would try to leave devastating form whenever you don't want to be raging anymore like know how a barbarian just stops raging you can't Mm -hmm. just
0: stop raging you have to make a will save what if i just want to be raging all the time so stop me there because you can only do a number of rounds per day huge after huge is gargantuan which is the second to biggest you can be well okay that's pretty cool at least i can become massive i lose shifter's claws and i get terrible slam i get slam attacks instead of claws that ignore hardness for all those items i'm always attacking we definitely talk about
1: enough the fact that there is the built-in need for this class to make a will save to leave rage or it starts punching its allies I think is really stupid
0: <laughs> well it's I stand there and mumble incoherently
1: no you can't because it actually replaces the mumble incoherently with attack nearest creature on the confusion chart so you actually have a 50% chance to punch the nearest person uh punch yourself or do nothing
0: act normally hit ally hit, hit myself self, hit ally Ooh, okay interesting well at least that that's fitting in with the
1: hulk theme it, it is, but I don't think as a game that I'm playing with other people, if someone else were playing this class, it would be tiring to deal with literally every combat that they want to do this did the class with the bad will save fail its will save well we gotta deal with this again ow that hurts how long ow, can i hurts. stay in the rage if i want
0: to number of rounds per day equal to a shifter level all right so can i just go to the, the 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 limit of the normal rounds per day equal to my shifter level and then just normally turn off that way
1: you can but you've just wasted all of your resources ah, on potentially okay. one fight and you've also spent x amount of rounds punching your
0: allies Gotcha. Well, I'm not spending it punching my allies because I'm not trying to turn it off. Um. Well, like you said, not fun for allies. At least it does fit the theme of, all right, hey, listen to sun setting, big buddy, and you're trying to calm them down like Black Widow with the Hulk. I'll give it that. Caleb brought up the terrible slam,
1: replacing your claws. So they still get the damage scaling like the claws, but instead of overcoming damage reduction, they overcome hardness, and that hardness scales. So make sure you got your amulet of mighty fists the spell
0: and it looks like like at 10th level i go from a regular rage it's now treated as a greater rage and at level 20 it's treated as a mighty rage mm-hmm. which i don't know what those are but those just are cool, the they're
1: different scalings of barbarians rage ability
0: okay i lose defensive instinct chimera aspect greater chimera aspect and i get invulnerable defense while on devastating form i gain natural armor and dr okay good i'm gonna want that i'm gonna be up at people's faces if i'm getting abs of steel i want them to be abs of steel so you get DR2 that nothing overcomes, but that is the most DR
1: you ever get. You cannot wear metal armor as the Rage Shaper. We're losing Chimeric Aspect and Greater Chimeric Aspect. We still get the aspects. We sh- we'll still have five different aspects at level 20 as a Rage Shaper, but you won't have the ability to use more than one at once.
0: And I can't turn into them as animals.
1: Correct, because you're not getting Wild Shape.
0: Gotcha. I'm just getting the Minor Form, essentially. Mm-hmm. Hmm, okay. Weird Weird flavor, but I get the, the mechanics of it. And lastly, we're going to lose Woodland Stride, and we're going to get Unrestrained Stride. While in Devastating Form, I ignore Difficult Terrain, and I'm immune to Entangle. That's actually pretty cool. That's helpful. And that actually wasn't last. Uh, At level 5, I'm going to lose Trackless Step, and I'm going to get Terrible Leap. As a move action, I can jump up to my speed without an Acrobatics check. This is once a day per level. This is very Hulk. It's how Hulk moves. He doesn't fly. He jumps incredible distances. Which
1: I I really like the way this is worded. I just like how you just you literally do not make an acrobatic check. This is just something you do. You can't be told you can't do this. You are just jumping over here. Nothing can stop you. Martial classes need more abilities worded like this. Similar, I brought it up when we did the ninja. The ninja got the ability. that said, like you know, when they use their um, lightest step or whatever it was called, they can walk over any surface. It does not matter. It is any surface. It does not matter if it can support its weight. It could be a bunch of leaves. It could be lava. This says you don't gotta make an acrobatics check. You can literally just jump wherever you want.
0: I gotta say, of everyone, I would never have thought of the shifter to be the Hulk, but I think it's represented pretty well here. I don't know how exactly you know mechanically strong it is. But it seems passable. As much as the shifter is passable, it feels like I could play this, and I'm not crying about it. It's still got the nature theme, which is weird to me. You still get your
1: aspects. I just, just, like I said, I very much dislike the built-in puncher allies clause. I don't think that is indicative to any kind of fun gameplay whatsoever.
0: Yeah, i with you. It's good for storytelling. It's good for a lot of stuff. He's the guy you set off. He's like the nuclear bomb. You set him off in the middle of town, and you just hope none of your allies are near it. But that's not a lot of fun as another player who's getting punched in the face.
1: <laughs> and it's only a number—you can only be this rage shape, this giant thing, for a number of rounds equal to your shifter level. That's really low. Yeah, fourth level, four rounds. That's basically one fight until you hit like level eight, level it's ten. Yeah, level that's four like,
0: sometimes. Oh, oh yeah, that's a good point.
1: That's like one, two fights until you get to like level twenty, and then maybe it's like three fights. Do I get
0: anything while I'm not raid shaped? Do I my slam attacks and all that stuff? What am I getting? No. no.
1: You you only get like your defenses when you're in devastating form. So I'm not a fan of this one.
0: Oh yeah. It seems like the problem boy. with all these with the shifter, with the archetypes, is that when I'm not in my transformed form, I'm kind of useless. I'm I'm
1: pretty weak. This one in particular can you even use your leap? Nope. Got to You got you to gotta be in devastating form to do
0: your jump. You keep your your slam.
1: You keep your slam attack, but that's it. That's all you have.
0: Yeah. All right. Next one. Verdant Shifter.
1: Who's next in row to get knocked down? It's the Verdant Shifter. Remember how we had one that transformed into a fiend? And remember how we had another one that transformed into an ooze? Well, now we got one that transforms into a plant. Mm. At level one, guess what? Instead of getting wild empathy, you get I talk to plants empathy.
0: Well, that's cool. I'd rather t- talk to plants. Seems like an interesting.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely more interesting. And, and I feel
0: like the gym would have a lot of fun there. Hey, uh, Dandelion, you see anything? Sun. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Grow. Okay. Uh, in my way. Move. Okay, good. More sun. Uh. Oh, sun moving. Sun moving. Sun, sun moving. Okay. <laughs> yeah, guys, he didn't see anybody. Go by. I guess we have to keep looking. You talk to the tree, it takes him four hours to get out of sentence. Listen, he doesn't, time doesn't work as much with him. He, he's, he can keep going, all right? He's got the time. He's not doing anything. He's got no motivation to answer you quickly.
1: So, as a verdant shifter, this plant shifter, you're still gonna have your clause ability. So, you're gonna have to flavor your claws ability that makes sense as per plants. Um, but instead of giving your aspects, And any of their improvements, you are basically, this is similar to The Fiend, where it has a built-in aspect, and it's called Verdant Body. So you're not going to pick tiger or bull. You're basically picking plant, and that's the only one you ever get. So first level, the Verdant Shifter takes on plant qualities as vines grow over her body. Flowers bloom in her hair, and bark grows from her skin. What does this give us? Um, You are actually... Partially the plant creature type, so you count as a plant creature for the purpose of his spells and abilities.
0: Oh, I guess they're a minus four to charisma. Not interested in that. Yeah, the first thing I want to do when I'm cuddling with somebody is worry about splinters from bark. Not we were, into it. Were you seeing that? No, I'm joking. Oh. Uh, it also. <laughs> you were so concerned, like, where is that? That you didn't even, didn't even get my joke, Christian. <laughs> about cuddling and splinters. I thought I'd get more of a lie. Is this than class that. of built
1: in cuddling? Yeah. <laughs> This is what Pathfinder needs more of. The Kasafa is all the built-in cuddling I'll ever need. So mechanically, what do you get? Your park plant, so you actually have the plant type. You get a 25% uh, immunity chance to critical hits of precision damage, so you get the fortification special armor ability. At fifth level, you get plus two enhancement bonus to your constitution score. That goes up over time. Eventually, your critical hit immunity goes up to 50%, and that's it. That's just one that's not a good aspect. That's just one aspect. You're you're trading all of your aspects for, like, one and a half aspects. So, yeah, you're basically literally getting the bear aspect with fortification tacked onto it. And that's what you get in trade of five different aspects.
0: Okay, but those are just the minor forms. Let's see what happens with the greater.
1: All right, all right. So, at level two, instead of getting your defensive instinct, you get wild armor, which is just a natural armor bonus. And that goes up over time. So, again, don't need to put points into Wisdom, have no reason to scale into it. That's good. That's kind of like a straight buff, I see. At level 6, you get Plant Shape, which is confusing me because that means for level 4 you had Beast Shape and you just couldn't shift into Plants. But okay, um, instead of acting like Beast Shape 2, your Wild Shape acts like Plant Shape 1. And then later it counts as Plant Shape 2. And then plant shape three, and that's what you get instead of chimeric form and greater chimeric form. So you can still shift into animals, and you. S- but wait, without aspects, how do you shift into animals?
0: Oh, you can't. There's no more animals.
1: So they just delayed me getting plant form into level six instead of level four? Yes. Um. Okay, that's bad.
0: I mean, here's what we're looking at. You are you're get you're, you're get to be transformed into plants, which you can't do as a normal shifter. And they're finally, they're kind of like admitting, oh, it's this is too com You know what? Just plant shape. Just plant shape it up, alright? We don't we don't want to bother coming with a bunch of plant shape ones. We already did 15 beasts, alright? You've already taken it out of us. We're out of we're out of energy. <laughs> but plant shape is a fun one to get. They just made it kind of simple and less interesting. It's not now it's no longer the cool extra bonuses you get. But hey, as much as we were complaining before, it's beast shape, but I only am limited to 15. We can't now turn our noses and be like, oh, where's the specific ones for this? No, you're just plant shape with no limits. Pick any plant you want to be. Okay, I can see it that way. So if it's in the bestiary and it fits the limit of the one, two, or three spell you have, you're that plant now and you get the abilities listed under that spell.
1: I'm just more thrown off by like it replaced all their class abilities. They don't get their aspects anymore and they don't get chimeric form, which is like the only thing that let the shifter scale, which they already had scaling problems. And now you don't scale whatsoever, except with your claw damage.
0: Well, your plant shape is scaling.
1: Not well. I don't know there much is about a plant shape.
0: Plant shape one, two, and three. Yeah, it's different. It's I, oh, it's I know it's different. But
1: like, how good is that scaling to replace three aspects fused together?
0: It, what it's doing is essentially letting you have more abilities of the plant you're transforming into. The plant shape one, you can get like I'm just making this up. Like, you get the grapple if it has grapple. You get gra- I mean, grab if it has grab. And then level two lets you have a host of more, and level three gets you even more. All right, so
1: it, it's good enough. It's good enough to be plants. Um, I think. The way they did this archetype is a little cleaner than the ones they did before with, like, the fiendish, um, where they basically rewrote everything to compensate for being fiendish. This just kind of more cleanly said, hey, it's plants now. Mm -hmm.
0: And the plants, the plant shapes, they're not only letting you turn into different plants, but it's letting different sizes. You end up, like, level three is you could be huge. Uh, You could be huge, all right? China. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm, t- I'm doing the hand thing, and uh, you're also getting you're uh, you're getting these innate bonuses to your scores. So, like Plant Shape Three, you're getting a plus eight bonus to your strength. It's a size bonus, so you get, it's gonna stack with your enhancement. The shape spells are actually pretty good. I believe you. <laughs> Lastly, we have the wear touched, Christian. The wear touched. This is where we get to be sort of lycanthropic. So I'm gonna lose my shifter's aspect at level one. And I'm gonna get lycanthrope aspect. I pick one animal, and that's the animal for the rest of me being a wear touched shifter. I'm gonna get DR silver and immunity lycanthropy. Awesome. I'm glad since I'm now a lycanthrope, essentially. I'm going to lose wild empathy. I'm going to get lycanthropic empathy so I can talk to animals of my form. So if I'm a werewolf, wolf-like animals. I'm going to lose wild shape and get lycanthropic wild shape. So I can manifest into my animal and my animal only. And I can become the hybrid. So I become sort of like the werewolf. So at early levels, I'm just the animal. From the werewolf, I'm the wolf. If I'm the shark, I'm just the shark. And then instead of getting like the greater aspect, I'm becoming the hybrid. of becoming the werewolf, the shark.
1: So this raises the question, if it doesn't, if you only pick one aspect, you're only allowed one aspect and you don't get any more, what is replacing my chimeric aspect?
0: It says nothing, but it definitely is since there's nothing for you to chimeric aspect into. Okay. <laughs> okay. I feel like this is like the third time this happened with the archetypes where yeah,
1: they just replace something and then don't give me anything to compensate for the repercussions for that. This is a straight nerf to what was already seen as a weak class. You can only pick one of your aspects and then you're just losing all your chimeric forms. And the hybrid shape isn't anything to call like call home about. Like it's not that good, right?
0: I'm getting a plus two size bonus to my strength, a plus two natural armor bonus to my AC, and the natural attacks of whatever my form is going to be. So obviously claws for you know a werewolf, a shark, a bite.
1: And then you also count as being in your natural form for purposes of whether or not you can use your claws. It's not stronger. That's just that's just V shape two bonuses. Except you were also kind of humanoid in a sense. I don't, I don't get it. There's something missing here. Chimeric aspect is just completely left out of this.
0: It doesn't seem like it scales very well either.
1: No, I don't think it scales at all.
0: You know, if this is any... I'm sorry to talk about this now, but if this is any sort of indication, I hope the rest of the book is edited better than this. Because there seems to be a couple times where, like, they forgot to add this, or they didn't explain this, or isn't this supposed to be replacing this? Well, I had high hopes for this one. But Christian, I have a question for you. Can I now be... A wear touched skinwalker with the lycanthropy template and the lycanthropy curse. Can I quadruple lycanthropy myself? As long as it's before the level you become immune to lycanthropy, <laughs> I
1: don't see why not.
0: Oh, wait, wait, wait. So if I have a disease, I become immune immune disease. Don't I get just automatically cured of that disease? I would imagine. So maybe like if you, if, okay, so maybe that's how they fix this here. I'm going to lose the lycanthropy, which I assume is both the curse and the template. Okay, never mind. I was supposed to have like, how is that supposed to work? But rules
1: lawyer, come to shut down Caleb's fun. Yeah, <laughs> fun, fun <way>. shut down. <laughs>
0: Insert sound effect of prison doors closing.
1: <laughs> hey, Danny, do you want to play some D D tonight?
0: Oh, I can't. My parrot's gonna have open heart surgery again. That sucks. Yeah, it's gonna be super boring. <laughs> Hang in there, Danny. She'll pull through. But remember, when you can't play, listen. At Tales from the Lich, we do our best to provide an immersive RPG play session with an ever-expanding library. When you can't play, listen. Talesfromthelich.com All right, woo! That is all the archetypes. Now time for our two example builds. I'll start. I did a build that involved the archetype Elementalist. I thought it would be cool to, I just, the idea of Elementalist was cool to me. I like the idea of shifting into different Elementals. When I made like a summoner one time, I picked the Elemental form because I thought that was cool. I'm interested in Elementals. Let's take a look at this. I did a level 10 guy, put points into Strength and Con, and I actually didn't have to bother much with Wisdom because I'm not really getting that AC bonus thing anymore. So heck with it. It sucks because I can't pick certain feats I want that would make it more powerful. But like, there's some I might pick anyway. The elemental damage anymore? Hey, cool. It's fine. I'm a, I'm a shifter. It would only barely improve it. Or grant ice to my fire. Level 10, I have my minor forms on that give me strength bonus, a con bonus. I've got 114 health, and that's just you know straight middle for my for my dice rolls, by the way. And my unarmed strike, my slam is. 1d3 plus 8 and I'm adding wait wait what's this what's this plus 3d6 whatever damage fire cold or acid depending on what I pick eh, that's pretty good the 3d6 is pretty nice plus 8 I mean I think we're finally reaching something that maybe will be <laughs> okay and when I'm picking a major form uh, let's say I keep the minor forms of you know getting the the con and the strength and I pick the major form of fire I'm doing 1d8 plus 14 plus burn And my melee attack's plus 21. It's not bad. It's not great. But I'm not, like, useless. Problem is, that's what I'm doing. I don't have really much else I'm doing. If I'm not slamming, I'm slamming. That's what I got. I'm slamming. Okay, I'm ready. (laughs) Slamming Sammy. Here I come. That's kind of of what I'm doing. I'm slamming. I wish I had more to talk about. But I don't. The elemental things, they can't, like, shoot fire or... Uh, like right now with, I got the, I got the earth and water aspect on because I want the strength and con. So with earth and water, I make the mud. Which is kind of like, if I want a better ability, I'd keep the minor form of fire, but I don't need the plus four to dex. That's not going to do much for me. What do I want to lose the con or the strength? I kind of want to keep on the water and earth, honestly, but the mud thing's not great. It's kind of cool. I don't know. So I'm going around slamming people. And if anyone comes near me, they're now in difficult terrain. The cool thing is at level 10, I have three of the four elements. Well, let me ask you this, Caleb. What did you do
1: with your um, feats? What kind of feats did you pick?
0: Weapon focus slam, which I never mentioned that before, but that's that way my weapons could do that damage that didn't seem all that great. I had to, I did the weapon focus to get the plus one. Uh, I can't pick actually natural. I was doing this one. I wanted to improve natural attack, but I automatically get improved natural attack slam with this archetype, so I'm already getting that. I can't really pick any of the shifter feats because. I don't have the, the wisdom because that would be the only thing my wisdom really helped, aside from the obvious stuff. Like, my my will save now is plus six. Not so great. Hey, but don't worry. I got a plus one initiative. It sucks here because, like, with with the other builds we've made, and this maybe this is indicative of the shifter and especially the archetypes. There's all these cool things to talk about. Here, it's like, mm. well, when I'm an air mental, I get fly. There's not much to talk about because it's really... That's what's, like, uninteresting about it. And I don't have great skill checks because I'm only getting four per level, right? At level 10, I have 50.
1: Which has kind of been my gripe of the shifter the whole time. Like, they don't do much out of combat other than walk through the forest. And in combat, they're just not great. They will get outshined by like every other class in combat.
0: I feel lame. I feel inept. I feel, oh, I just feel like I'm okay. I'm a fire dude. It really doesn't hit the fantasy of now I am fire. Ha ha. Oh, now I'm fire. I burned you. Ow. Mm.
1: kind of hurt a little bit I mean I'm glad you weren't a fighter or like a barbarian because uh, I probably would more, but I'm not enjoying the pain you just put
0: me through with your um fire claw good I, yeah, good job no keep it keep it up keep going no don't stop the, the good thing is that without my aspect when i'm in my when I'm not in my major form at least I still get the 3d6 that changes like you can't have the 3d6 which you know elemental strike that levels up as you level up I don't get that when I'm in my major form but at least now I can at least do something in minor form in my normal form. Well, Christian, that's my uninteresting build.
1: What's yours? So I wanted to use a base shifter, and I try, I wanted to try to make a competent shifter. I wanted to make something that is good at doing what the shifter is supposed to do, attack things with its claws. And I wanted to try and use the tools that Paizo gives us to increase their damage. So I wanted to make a build that utilized shifter's edge, uh, the nerfed version of it, of course, because it's still a very good feat. Half your level of damage is nothing to scoff at. Um, I wanted to get that, and I want to use things like the Energized Wild Shape or the uh, Mutant Wild Shape. So I, I'm gonna, I wanted to try it. I wanted to try so hard, and it, it has broken me trying to fit the constraints that Paizo has put forward, trying to make this work.
0: Christian, I trust that you'll be able to do it.
1: So- First thing first, I don't usually do levels as high. I had to go to level 10. I simply had to go to level 10 as shifter because the shifter doesn't get any bonus feats. So to get any build to come online, you have to go pretty deep into your class levels. Otherwise, you're stuck
0: on land. <laughs> <laughs> the best jokes are the ones that take you two seconds to think about and then you're like, okay, it's dumb enough to laugh at. <laughs> I'll allow it. I also need,
1: as we know, as I complained about and as I hate the fact I need this, I need 17 wisdom. So what I'm looking for is... And as I was trying to make this bill, this is by far hands down the hardest example bill I've had to come up with. Building this class is not easy at all. So I'm looking through. The rule books, trying to find a race that gives me a bonus to wisdom and a physical stat. And surprisingly, there are very few. Both wisdom and strength are very unloved stats by Paizo, and that's something I only recently discovered. So after going through them all, I settled on the Tengu. The Tengu has a bonus to dex, a bonus huh. to wisdom, and a penalty to constitution. I'll be using both dex and wisdom, so I thought it would be good. I had to go straight min-max and dump my in and charisma because I needed... At least 17 Wisdom. Um, So so I'm going for high Dex, high Wiz, because I figure I'm getting those two stats to my AC. My AC should be pretty high. Um, I want Strength, so I can hurt things with my Claws. And I want some Con, because... I want health because I'm a melee character, which leaves me with Int and Charisma, which I don't really need whatsoever.
0: So you drop those to four. I drop them to
1: eight. I I, I don't (laughs) typically go below eight. That's where I find it in cheese territory. Yeah, it does. As for feats, I wasn't cheating this time. Sometimes I make builds just like assuming there's some bonus feats um, because that's typically how I play. But I was like, let me try to go by the rules, make a shifter. So I'm taking weapon finesse because you need it. I'm taking Shifter's Focus, which is half of our level to our Claws if we're using our Dexterity. Well, I'm a melee character at level 5, I have to take Power Attack. That is not an option. And then at level 7, I'm going to take something like uh, Mutated Wild Shape or Energized Wild Shape. And then at level 9, I'm probably going to take Improved Natural Attack because that's just a feat tax on this class if it wants to do more damage. So your, your feats are pretty restrained on this class, and you don't get any bonus feats, which, again, makes this very difficult. As for my class abilities, I'm getting a good boost for my Defensive Instinct. Uh, my Wisdom at level 10 is sitting at a 19, so I'm getting a uh, plus 4 for my Wisdom to my AC, and an additional plus 2 for the, you know, every few levels you get a bonus, unless I'm wearing armor. Uh, as for my Aspects, I just wanted to take the stat-increasing ones, so I very much went Tiger, because that's my AC uh for dexterity and that's my attack rolls for dexterity. Once I get a second aspect, I'll probably want to pick bull for strength so I can deal more damage with my claws. And then if you ever got to the point where you could pick a third aspect, you'd want it to I'd take something like Stag for movement speed or mouse because evasion is very helpful. And going through all of this, going through all this effort, I made what ended up being a very mediocre character. Their AC is middling, uh roughly about a 24 At level 10, which isn't that good. Their claws attack at a plus 15, doing just 1d8 plus 8. And if I use power attack, that becomes 1d8 plus 14. So if I hit with both my claws, I'm gonna do around 30 damage. Not that great. If I wild shape, this goes up a little bit. Oh, and the armor. Don't get me started on the armor. (laughs) Mithril is the be-all, end-all to anyone that uses dexterity at all. And as a Shifter, you cannot use metal armor, so you can never use mithril. So I'm kind of stuck using light armor, and if I really want AC really bad, I have to, like, find an ironwood iron skirt and equip it to my light armor to make it medium armor.
0: Otherwise, it's not worth it trading out your wisdom bonus.
1: Right. So overall, building it was very hard, and in the end I was very unsatisfied with what I came up with, and I tried really hard. (laughs) Note for this build that I had to be very item conscious, because... Just getting 19 wisdom, I wasn't going to put literally all my points in the wisdom. It was basically required that at level 6, I need to make sure that I have a headband of wisdom, plus 2, or I'm not going to be able to pick the feats that give me more damage.
0: Well, I'm not surprised. I mean, <laughs> I feel like I don't have much to say about these these archetypes. These, if, these I was, uh, if I was a
1: fighter, if I was a slayer, if I was a barbarian, if I were a ranger... I feel like my job would be easier to build, and I'd probably be at least a little bit stronger. Like, I'm not saying the shifter's horribly weak right now, just very unimpressive. Their saves are okay, I guess. That's good.
0: Well, that's it. We've done the shifter. We've done all those archetypes. We've done two example builds. I think we can close the book on the shifter, and I certainly won't be opening it up again.
1: Yeah, like, it was only when... Like, I had theorized builds, but this is the first time that I actually went to put something down on paper. And, like, I realized that... I, I didn't it took me so long to figure out what I want to do for the shifter because there's literally only one thing you can do a shifter is someone that smacks people with claws that's literally it they never can be anything more they can never be anything less they can only ever be someone that smacks people with claws and like a fighter everyone complains about the fighter a uh, five foot shift full round action which is boring and it is. But at least the fighter, like, you have the option where it's like, well, I can use one-handed weapons, I can be a finesse weapon holder, I can use a one-handed weapon and a shield, I can do two-weapon fighting, I could be double-weapon fighting, I could be two-handed fighting, I can use reach weapons, I can use tower shields, I can use bows, and I can use throwing weapons. And that that's just the core rulebook. There is more and cooler stuff that a fighter can do now, or at least stuff that's flavorful and, you know, impacts the game in a slightly different way. But the shifter can literally only ever hit people with its claws, and like I understand, they they, they were designed this class so that's easy to play. But it's easy to make any class badly to to make a weak <laughs> shifter. Oh yeah, incredibly easy. But if you want to make a competent shifter that actually does its job as a martial character, super difficult. You you kind of have to get obscure with your races with good modifiers. You got to really know your feats. You got to really plan out a build and like, and you got to look deep into the armor tables and like the stuff you can build your armors out of to make AC that works for you.
0: Level one guy, maybe take a dip into Oozmorph. That's all the shifter is good for when it comes to anything I'd possibly play. Hope to see archetypes in the future that, you know, just using the power, being able to change anything with an archetype, that may make them into something interesting. We did see that the most interesting parts of this class was its archetypes. So maybe in the future it can be redeemed or maybe they'll just abandon it like they did with words of power. I'm so I'm still upset about that. <laughs>
1: and even the archetypes, I like the ideas of some of them, but like as I was, you know, going through all these archetypes and their abilities, like it kind of bothered me like the way that the shifter is designed in that like for the fiendish shifter, they were like, let's take all the words, you know, t- go find the word nature and replace it with devil or demon. Oh, we have something that is effectively the shifter mechanically, but now represents something entirely else mechanically. And I feel like that speaks to what you were getting at in the first episode, Caleb, where you feel like this is just saying you're a nature-themed, bestial-themed fighter. You're not really one. You're just getting all these flat bonuses where if you go ahead and control F nature and replace it with rage, now you're a rage shaper. Oh, let me control F uh nature and replace it with Wolf. Uh well now you're aware touched.
0: You're not wrong, but to me because the base class was so uninteresting, I'm glad that they did wild things with it. I mean, in the end my build was, hey I can turn into fire, but it's not super interesting. But I, I see the potential there to that's where I see the future of this class. I don't think they're going to errata this class into being good. You don't think we're going
1: to get a shifter unchained anytime soon? <laughs> no, no, I do not. So that was the shifter, the only class in the Ultimate Wilderness book. Look toward the future. We'll be going over the Ultimate Wilderness book in its entirety, giving our opinion on the book. Thank you all for listening. Class is
0: dismissed. Pathfinder Academy is part of the Trailblazer Network. For other great RPG podcasts, visit our website, tblazer.net. Want to get in touch? Email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com, or follow us on Twitter at tblazernetwork. This is Johan Martens. Thanks for listening.